good evening. Thank you all for joining in on the Remedy Podcast. I am your very own Jackie Wade, and I want to welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this evening. I thank you for joining us on this evening. We have a very exciting topic this evening. Um, before we jump into the topic, I just want to tell you a little about a little bit about this podcast, the Remnant Podcast. Um, the Remnant Podcast is a podcast where we're going to expound on the greatness of God. We're going to recognize his power in our lives and give glory to Jesus Christ through our testimony. So I know a lot of you may ask, what does the remnant mean and how does that relate or can relate to you? Um, the definition of a remnant is a, a leftover amount of people, a leftover amount of uh, something um, that was at one time from a much larger portion. And so um, when we look at the word remnant as it pertains to God, um, God has always been concerned about a remnant of people who would stay true to him, of people who would love him with all of their heart, of people who would um, may fall short, but they always turn back to him. And um, the remnant in the Bible uh, was considered the Israelites. God had chosen them unto himself. He chose them uh, and set them aside for holy purposes. And so today, because we have the Lord Jesus Christ, we can be referred to as the remnant. Um, now, I want to give you an example of someone that you may have known in the Bible as the remnant. We can all um, refer back to Noah and Noah and his family were considered the remnant for they were saved um, from the flood. And he was obedient to God. Number, number one key, he was obedient to God. And because he was obedient, there was a group of people, a remnant of people that were saved and was able then to um, infiltrate the earth again and live. Uh, so we here are referred to as the remnant. And so um, today the blessed remnant is of that, the true church, the body of Christ, those that are chosen out of millions of people. And we wanna make it clear that um, the remnant they are those that love God and look unto God for eternal life. So I want to thank you again for joining us. We have an exciting topic this evening called a divine encounter, a divine encounter. Uh, we're going to talk about what that means, the definition, and how that may, you may be able to make it uh, relatable to your life. I have a special guest on this evening. Her name is Domine Merle, and uh, she's a wonderful young lady. She's going to um, give you her um, background of what that meant to her, what it means to her even now. So again, thank you for joining. This is the Remnant Podcast. We stand on the finished work of Jesus Christ, inspired and led by the Holy Spirit to ultimately bring all glory to God and not ourselves. We declare and decree on this podcast that lives will be changed and souls delivered and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we declare and decree that we are kingdom individuals employed to speak into the earth realms and levels of dimension for which we have been granted authority by God. Again, I am your host, Jackie Wade. I am your host for the Remnant Podcast. And again, if you're joining us for the very first time, Get connected with us. Connect with us by liking our Facebook page at The Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. You can also follow us on Instagram at, 
the at sign, the remnant podcast, all my word at the remnant podcast. And then also connect with us on podbean.com. We also are on other networks, other platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Listen Notes, Player FM. Last but not least, you can also see us, the live video of this podcast on e-linetv.com, e-linetv.com. So as we continue, I do want to open up with a word of prayer. And I just want to um, acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ in everything that we do. So let's have a word of prayer. And then we're going to jump right into our topic. Father God, we come before you tonight, giving you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Father, we ask, Lord God, right now that you would have your way. Speak through Dominator's evening. Speak through myself that your people will be glorified. Your people will be edified and that you will be glorified and that the enemy would be terrified. (laughs) in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the anointing that flows. We thank you, God, for allowing us to be instruments used for your glory. We thank you for those that will hear on tonight and those that will get a better and further understanding, uh, understanding for you setting your word and all that you get, that you must get an understanding. So we thank you tonight, Holy Spirit. Have your way and move like never before. We'll be so grateful to give your name all of the praise, the honor, and the glory in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. 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 Again, I wanted to just first talk about the topic, a divine encounter. Um, When it was brought up, it is a very powerful uh, topic because I believe that in order for us to really have a clear understanding in an intimate relationship with God and the Lord Jesus Christ, there needs to be an encounter. We can learn, we can read, uh, we can we can follow our parents, we can go through, you know, all of the rigmarole going to church all of our life. But until you have an encounter for yourself to know what God is able to do, I think, I think until we have an encounter, then we are able to stand flat-footed and declare and decree that God is truly who he say he is and that Jesus is our savior. And so I believe that this topic tonight is a powerful topic. It is a very necessary topic that needs to be discussed in the body of Christ for people who, um, some of us have been walking with the Lord for a long time and some of us haven't. And some of us have questions, you know, some of us have questions, Uh, some of us have doubt, some of us have fear, you know, some of us have heard all of the stories in the Bible and, um, you know, we think like, oh, wow, okay, God parted the sea, okay, God raised Lazarus from the dead, God did all these, what he spit and made uh, his mud he spit in the dirt and made a, a potion and put it on a blind man's eyes and now the blind man could see. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. So many encounters that we have heard about preached over the pulpit and some of us still sit and wonder, but God, what about me? What about me? I haven't had that divine encounter. And so a lot of times, you know, I've urged people that to, Uh, encourage them if you have not had a divine encounter 
pray for a divine encounter because when you pray for it, if you ask for it, the Bible said we have not because we've asked not. Now, there's two ways that God can also infiltrate your life. It can be, um, you know, if we willingly want God to encounter us or he may have to do it um, on his own. And sometimes when it's done on his, on his, on his terms, um, any encounter with God, you're going to be blessed. But when it's done on his terms, believe me, you're going to know that it was God. No doubt about it. And so um, I just want to encourage you tonight to really join in. Stay tuned um, on this podcast. Uh, we're going to take a short break in about a minute. And then we're going to come right back and talk to Mrs. Domine Merle. I'm going to introduce her and we're going to jump into this topic and just have an open dialogue um, and then just hear what God has given her on tonight. So I want to thank you again for joining us on the Remnant Podcast. We're going to take a short break and then we will be right back. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joy Douglas and welcome to JLA Hair Designs. We're specializing in enhancing your natural beauty with natural hair coloring, protective hairstyles, relaxed hairstyling, as well as makeup application. Come visit us and enjoy our relaxed and peaceful atmosphere at 1046 Irish Drive, Southwest, Conyers, Georgia, 30094 Suite E. I look forward to seeing you and we value your time. All right. Thank you for joining us. We are back here on the Remnant Podcast. So I want to introduce my guest for this evening. Her name is Dominique Merle. She is a native Philadelphian, born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, she is a, she don't mind me sharing her age. She is in her 30s. So she may look like she's about 17, but she is a young um, adult. Um, she has a passion for singing. She has sang on um, her youth praise team when she was uh, in the youth ministry and has an anointed voice. She loves the Lord. She loves her family. She loves children. She's a hard worker and she is a woman of God. And so tonight we thank God for her life. We thank God for the ministry that he will birth in her life and is birthing. And so I, I have the proud honor of introducing her to you all tonight, Mrs. Domine Merle. Welcome, Domine. Thank you so much for having me yep. on the Women's Podcast. Yes, thank you for coming on. It is an absolute pleasure to have you join us this evening. And so I know we spoke um, earlier in the week and we uh, decided on a divine, a divine encounter. And so I wanted to ask you initially, just to start, um, what would you say or what is your definition of a divine encounter? So I want to, a divine encounter is something that is, proceeding directly from God. So divine, directly from God. Encounter is either having an experience with God or experience of God in a new way. So that's my definition of a divine encounter. Um, and like when we talked earlier this week, I just felt that it was on my heart to talk about a divine encounter because it's so needed for people that are saved and people that's not saved. Because like you said, when you have a divine encounter, you really get to know God, no matter who, what everybody else says. But when you have an encounter by him, 
you don't have to ask anybody, oh, was this guy, was this guy, you're proclaiming that this was God, this is God that touched me. Um, so yeah, that's what divine encounter means to me. And I want to say another reason why it was really put on my heart is because my encounters with God, that's something that grown my faith. If I didn't have the different encounters that I had with God in my life, I feel like my faith wouldn't be where it's at. I wouldn't be the person that I am if God didn't, if I didn't have encounters with him. So that's very important. That's why it was on my heart to actually talk about this topic because I feel like it's so needed. Absolutely. And you said something that was really good just now. You said divine is from God. Divine mm-hmm. is from God. Divine is from God. I like to say things sometimes three times. They say when you say something three times, it stresses the importance of it. Yeah. So I really like how you um, expressed that just now. And then the encounter. Um, mm-hmm. Encounter is that transformation, that thing that changes your mindset. It shifts you from one level, one dimension to another dimension, and you have no real regard. Let me ask you this. Can you can you share a time where you had a divine encounter and what that was like? One of the divine encounters that I had, it was early in my life. I was 14 years old. So at 14 years old, I lost my grandfather. And um, I lost him in a gruesome way. So my papa was the one that raised me. Uh, me and my cousin found him in the house deceased. So it was a very, very, it was like really crazy for me. And I believed in God. I knew God. I grew up in church all my life. So I knew who God was. But I was so mad at God because I just felt like, why did I have to see this? You could have took him any kind of way, any kind of way, but you chose to take him this way. And at the age of 14, I tried to commit suicide. And I took all these pills. And I was just done because I'm just like, I'm so hurt. Like, how dare you hurt me like this? And I just felt lost. So I remember just taking all these pills one day and I'm, you know, I'm in the house with my grandma and I'm sitting on the bed and I'm like, okay, I watch the TV. And then all of a sudden um, I see the TV, but I can't hear anything. So to me, I'm like, okay, just kicking in. This, this is about to happen. And then my grandma walked past me and now she's talking to me, but I can't hear what she's saying. So now I'm like, all right, you know, this is really crazy. But in my spirit, I was saying like, God, I really don't want to die, but I'm hurt. But I felt like I was in the, I, I didn't have no other choice now because it's not like I could throw up the pills. I really, could, I really didn't have a choice of if I wanted to live or die. And I just felt myself like, I, I, it was just like the whole room got dark and you know how you can look through a people. Like if you look at a people, you see somebody, but it's like far away. And I'm looking and I'm just like, so I could see my grandma, but she keeps going further and further away. And I just feel my body getting cold and everything. And I'm just like, God, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I don't want to die, but I really, if you got, I need you to take this hurt away. And I really don't want to die. I don't have no choice. So I always remember my grandma and my papa, they would say, Jesus, when you need Jesus, call on Jesus. So I'm like, well, if you say who you is, Cause you the same God that took my papa. So if you say who you is, I don't want to die, but if let me live, but heal my heart. And I remember like, I could see my grandma really, but it's still, it's like, it's like she just kept getting further and further away. And I remember in my spirit, just calling out the name of Jesus, like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like I felt my lips moving, but I couldn't hear myself. 
Mm. And it's when I kept calling Jesus, my God, I, my grandma kept getting like it, it was like she kept getting closer. And then I could then it's like you know when you get off the airplane and your ears pop and you can hear everything now. So Neil was like, I hear the TV, I hear her calling the cops, I hear her screaming, mm-hmm. I hear her calling Jesus with me. <laughs> and so and so when I'm now me and her both calling Jesus now, like we wanted to agree, he's in the midst. So All now right, we now. both calling Jesus, and now everything is like. Okay, Neil, I know I'm big to myself, but because of that encounter, my God, I know who God is. So even though my papa would tell me, oh, call on Jesus, but because I called on him right. and he answered me and he took me out of, because I was literally about to die. And because he took me out of that, nobody can tell me that he's not real. <laughs> so it, it don't really matter what everybody believed but because of that encounter my god i had an experience that's why i say an encounter is an experience so i experienced singing i experienced going to church i experienced reading my bible but i never experienced his power so when people ask me today you believe in jesus oh i believe in him because of this right and that's why a divine encounter is that's why i wanted to talk about it because when people have a divine encounter it changes things it can either change your life, change the way you think, or it could give you a fresh or deeper revelation of God. Ooh, so that's an encounter that I have had young, yes. young, very young. And I'm not saying I never went through nothing else in my life because I did, but nobody could tell me that he, he wasn't real. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like you could tell me, oh, well, Jesus is not real. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> I may not be living the life that I was supposed to be living, but right. you told me that he he wasn't real amen so it's that that's the kind of encounter that i had at a young age and that's why i said in the beginning it has grown my faith i would never if i didn't go through that i would have never knew the power of god amen now that is a powerful testimony the bible states that we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony Oh, God, hallelujah. And so, oh, I feel you. And so when you just said that, that's so, and that's so intense because nobody was there. Grandma, your grandmother was there mm-hmm. and y'all was calling. You said when you called on him, you remember her getting closer to you. Mm-hmm. And see, we hear this in the church. Oh, there's power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Power in the blood of Jesus. But you know it to be true because when you called on him, you knew it. You knew yeah. now that he was pulling you out of this darkness. And that's just what his power is able to do. Pull us out of a dark state. Pull us out of a state where the enemy wanted to have you, but because of his power, because of the blood, because of Amen. what he did on, on the cross and not just did, but he was risen again. And then he came with all power in his hand and it was power in the name of Jesus. And nobody, mm-hmm. like you said, can take that from you today. Amen. And that's yes. what we have to remember. We got to know that we know that we know, and then be a living testimony in the time that God appropriated so that he can get the glory out of our lives. My yeah. God, Amen. that's powerful. That's powerful. Ooh. Amen. Yes. Ooh. I, I'm sorry. 
I thank you tonight, God, for your power, for your power, your grace, and your mercy. Yes. Your power, your grace, and your mercy. And so when you said that you had this power, powerful encounter, divine encounter, how was it? Now, you said that that drew you closer to God. Yes. Right? It drew me, yes. It drew me closer to God. Like I said before, I knew, like I, I was raised in the church, but like God will put certain dilemmas in our lives or he will allow certain things to happen so that he can reveal his power. Remember how you said like, if it's in his, if he has to do it himself, it'll be something else. But sometimes he puts different stuff in our lives so that he can reveal his power. But to have that encounter with him, it, it's amazing. And sometimes I still pray, you know, every night, like, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Because you didn't have to pull me out of it. You didn't even have to give me an encounter. You didn't even really have to let me know who you really are. But I'm so thankful for that because my faith in him is nothing too hard for God at all. Nothing at all. So that's why when people ask me, it's like, do you believe in God? This is why. And like you said, we are overcome by the lamb and our testimony. And you have to tell your testimony because you never know what your, t- your testimony can draw people to God. Amen. And it's also giving glory to God as well. So, Amen. And I want to capitalize on that because I have um, so many, as you, you know, different encounters that I've seen God do in my life as well, you know, um, and just in our family. And it's just um, when you look back, when you really look back, you you know it, it only could have been God. You know, so many times when I remember as a young girl um, wearing earrings, you know, I always loved my jewelry. And I back then I wore real gold and all that. I still do, but, you know, not like it is now. It was more faddish back then. And I remember one night this guy came up and he put a gun to my head and he was asking me for my earrings and my chain. And I took it off and I gave it to him. And the same guy now, we found out weeks later, he was killing people, literally shooting people. Um, but he took my stuff and he just ran, you know? And then I, I, it was another time when me and my son was in the car and a car was coming straight on at us. And literally my steering wheel started spinning. And it was like, I took my hands off the steering wheel and the car was driving me out of, away from the car. And me and my son is in the car screaming and it stopped. I mean, the car stopped. And we was like, and he was okay. like, mom, we was like parked perfectly on the side of a road. And we, I just broke out crying. And when people would say, or talk about angels, I would just be like, I know, I know God is real. I know there's angels that protect us. Um, even one night I was out partying and I'm going in the house, leaving my girlfriend house and it was probably two in the morning and I'm walking up the steps and I, I was real careful. I'm looking around, looking in my rearview mirror. I get out the car, I walk inside. It was a gate behind me. I closed the gate and I had something told me, have your key ready. And I, I had my key ready. And when I walk and close the gate, I'm walking up the steps. And as soon as I was about to put my key in the door, this guy came up and he had on all black. And because I had my key in so quick and got in, he did like a 
straight 360 and went back down the steps. But if I didn't have my key out, he would have gotten me. And then two days later, a girl on my block had got raped, you know? And so when you said that, like, why me, God? So many times when we think about how um, prayer and, and God's grace and his mercy. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, I was tipsy that night. As soon as I got in, I locked both locks. And I mean, I wasn't tipsy no more. I was just like, OMG, what just happened? And it was God. So when you said that just now, it took me back, even in my youth, my younger years, to think, you know, and I want to take another break, but I want to jump back in with you, Domine, and talk some more because we got to get deeper into this divine encounter. I want to see, um, you know, how this relates to the scriptures and things like that. So let's take one more break. Um, I'm so grateful to have you on tonight. And listen, everyone that's listening, stay Stay put, stay tuned, grab some juice, grab something, but we'll be right back, okay? We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. for joining us back here on the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. We have a special guest this evening, Ms. Domine Merle. And we are talking about a divine encounter. And Domine just um, talked about her testimony and how she had this one divine encounter when she was a young, young teenager and how God saved her life and how she remembered um, calling on the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And so... um, I wanted to mention something real quick. Um, a divine encounter, I was looking this up as well, as a manifestation of the glory of God designed to bring honor to his name. It is a, an encounter that terminates. When Dominique said earlier, she felt herself slipping. This definition, it says it terminates demonic afflictions. Let me say that again. It terminates, it eradicates it washes out. It nullifies demonic afflictions. It solves problems and it transforms a person's life in a way that cannot be explained by any known law. How powerful is that? That's the type of God that we serve. Now, I ain't knocking anybody in the guys that you guys are serving, but the God that I serve, I'm grateful that I can boast on his name tonight. I'm grateful that we have victory in the name of Jesus. I'm grateful that he has paid the price 
for us. I'm thankful that he sits on the right side of God right now in the heavenlies. And he is always petitioning for us. And be mindful of this people of God tonight. The enemy, just like he did Job, is always petitioning for our souls. He's always trying to go into the heavenly realm to condemn us. He wants us to come out of character. He wants us to, 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 to be everything that God says that we are. But see, we got to know who we are in the Lord. Because when God does what he does in our life, it's not about us. It's about for him to get the glory. Because people are not going to open up a Bible every day. But let me tell you what they will do. They will read us left and right. And they are equating us to God's word. And a lot of people don't recognize this, but we have people right here that may not have a relationship. They may have not had this encounter. And so they're looking at, okay, when they gonna stumble? When are they gonna trip up? I'm looking for it, I'm waiting for it. And so we gotta be mindful people of God that the enemy is always petitioning. That is why it's important to pray. It's important to call those things as though they are into the earth realm, into our realm here, because there's someone that's always speaking down. There's someone that's always saying what will not be. There's someone that's saying what we or they think we're doing, but we got to be careful who we put our mouth on. And we have to be careful to be mindful that God wants to use us as vessels so that he, he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So mm -hmm. I had to add that tonight. I don't know where that came from. I don't. I know Holy Spirit dropped it. But I wanted to share that tonight to be mindful that we have Jesus always petitioning for us. We have a cloud of witnesses. Like Dominic said, her grandfather, he is in that cloud of witnesses that is rooting her on right now as I speak. That is sitting there. I have an uncle, my uncle Abraham. I have a grandmother, those that have went on with the Lord that are rooting for us, that are saying, go for the prize, keep walking, keep running, keep doing all that you do. Because let me tell you, only what we do for Christ is going to last. We can love our family. It's nothing wrong with that. We can love people. It's nothing wrong with that. But only what we do for Christ is going to last. And so at the end of the day, we can love the way God tell us to love, but we have to be obedient and do what God tell, tell us to do. And so I want to thank Dominique even on tonight for her obedience, because the word says that obedience is better than sacrifice. And when we please God, people of God, there is nothing that he will not do. He says it in his word. And so we were created to obey. We were created to please. We were created to worship. We were created to praise. And so when we do what God tell us to do, we just have to hang in there, hold tight, don't give up, stay mm -hmm. in the race. And let me tell you, if you haven't prayed for a divine encounter, I, I, I encourage you tonight to pray for one because he's willing and he's able to do just what he say. Now, let's get back to our host. I'm sorry. I, I, so, Domine, um, when we think about the word of God and the encounters, who mm -hmm. comes to your mind? Um, is there anyone you want to share in particular about? Um, yeah, it's so it's two, it's two encounters that the, in the Bible that comes to my mind. And one encounter is in X9. Um, Saul has an encounter with Jesus. His entire life changed, destiny changed. 
So for those who don't know a little bit about Saul, Saul was a, per, a, perse a persecutor of the early church. So he was like an enemy to those that believed in Jesus Christ. And if you read Acts 9 in the beginning, you will see that he went to the, the priest that was in um, Jerusalem and asked like, you know, I'm about to go to this other city. And if I, when I go here, if I find people that call in the name of God or Christians, I want to be actually put them in prison and bring them back to Jerusalem. And he actually got authority to do that. But on his way to Damascus, he um, had an encounter with Jesus. And basically it was the light that shined from heaven and he fell off his horse. And basically Jesus was saying like, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul says something very significant. He says, who art thou Lord? <laughs> and Jesus says, you know, I am Jesus. You're, you're persecuting me. So to go on further with the text in nine, what happens is he gets up and Jesus tells him, go to the city. When you get to the city, I'll tell you what to do. But when he gets up, he's blind. So before he could see, now he's blind. So he's with other men and these men heard a voice, but they didn't see anybody. So what happens is Saul goes with the men and he's blind for three days. He didn't eat. He didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And he goes to the city. Jesus sends somebody to heal him um, and basically scales falls off his eyes. He's baptized. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. And then in Acts 9.20, it says he began to preach in Jewish synagogues <laughs> that Jesus is the son of God. Okay. So you probably saying, okay, Dominique, why is this significant? It's significant because like I said earlier, a divine encounter can change your life and it can change the way he, that you think. And that's what happened to Saul. It changed his destiny. It changed his life. Another thing that was significant in this text was that, um, like I said earlier, when you have an encounter with God, you do not have to, people are not going to have to tell you, oh, God touched you. Saul said, who art thou, Lord? He didn't say, oh my gosh, who is this? Is it a ghost? He said, who, like, th this is the Lord. Like, who are you? <laughs> so it's very significant that you understand that when you have an encounter with God, it could change the life. It could change yes. the way you think. You, it could change the destiny of your life. Yes, um, and amen. that's just one text. I do have another text, but that's just one that really stuck out to me. And it's funny you said that because even with Saul, he got, he was so, he was so transformed. He changed his name from Saul to Paul. Yes. <laughs> and then he was radical when he was Saul. I mean, he was persecuting, but when he came over on the side and, and got transformed, he did a whole ministry. I mean, yes. when we really look at the New Testament, Paul was traveling all through. I mean, he went through Ephesus, he went through Ephesus, he went through all types of places and was preaching the gospel. And not only preaching, he was setting the church in place. So many people, there's one text, when they say women need to be quiet in the church. So many people had taken that out of context. It was Paul who was in the church of Corinth and he was telling them because the Corinthian church was set up, women was on one side and men was on the other side. And he was saying, y'all women screaming across the aisle to the men. Women need to be, he was putting order. So how God does it today, evangelists are sent out to preach to put order back. They go out and they preach the order to put, be put back in the church. But what you said was so significant based on the fact that he knew, see, 
He had done been talking about God. He done had his mouth and he done did so much that now, and that's what I was saying earlier, the encounter can be will, willingly yes, or if God is going to use you for his glory, yes. he is going to cause it and he is going to let you know it was him. Amen. And ain't nobody going to be able to tell you or anybody after they see you that it wasn't God. It wasn't God. Amen. 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 And so just the fact that me and you are having this conversation today lets us know that God is in the midst, that God is blessing and that God is still on the throne. Because when the enemy try to throw everything that he can, he is still defeated. Yes. Thank Amen. you, Lord. He is still defeated because it's already been written that we have the victory. We are already, we've already won. Right. But we just have to walk it out. And so I just like that about what you said with Saul and turning, you know, when he transformed into Paul and, and then he was radical. radical so what, yes. what we do, what we do a lot of times in the world, God is going to take that same thing and he's going to use it for his glory. Because yes, he's, he's not attracted to how wonderful we are. He said in our weakness, then he is made his strength is made perfect right so it's when we're in our weakness and he knew paul he knew him he knew saul he knew him he said oh this one right here i'm gonna put him on my team because once he he come over to me i gotta work for him to do and he did it and when we really read about how even paul died you know when we really get to that point but for the sake of time i know that um, we're going to take another break shortly, but that that right there, I just I just get excited when you even brought it up because that was one of the biggest divine interventions, divine encounters throughout the Bible, literally. And yeah. everyone knows when Paul got going, it was a done deal, right? It was a done deal. That was, that was powerful. That was powerful, Domine. Yeah, that's that's good. I um I want to ask you. We'll get back on our when we come from the break. I want to ask you about another encounter, but I want to ask you: Do you believe that people are fearful or like there's a doubt when it comes to? I don't know, maybe because you're you 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 know thirty about thirty ish. So when you think of young people, do you ever hear anything when it comes to them speaking about God? Um, I, I want to see your thoughts on that. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I'm not clear on the question, but when we take this short break and come back, we're going to jump into the second part um, of another divine encounter within the Bible. And then I want to ask you a specific question as it pertains to your age group and what, okay. what we could discuss there. All right. So keep okay. stay with us, everyone. We're going to take a break um, and then we'll be right back. Hey, my beautiful butterflies. I know y'all been wondering, where's Chrissy Collins and Coffee with Chrissy? Well, guess what? We are back and we're stronger than ever on E-Line TV. That's right. E-LineTV.com. Y'all, I'm so excited because on this streaming network, we're going to be doing so much. And with Coffee with Chrissy and you, the sky's the limit. So make sure you go and subscribe to e-linetv.com. It's free right now, but the prices are going to go up. So we want you to come on and jump on board right now. I can't wait. Y'all meet me there and make sure 
you have your cup of coffee ready. Thank you for joining us back here on the Remnant Podcast. Before we jump into this last segment, um, if anyone would like to dial in, please feel free to do so. If you have a testimony, if you want to um, just join in on this discussion that we're having this evening on a divine encounter. Um, before I get um, give it back over to uh, Domine, I did want to mention there's a couple steps towards walking in victory. So after you have this divine encounter, there's some things that, you know, to, to have victory, we want to continue to, to walk in it. We want to continue to know that there's a plan that God has for us once the divine encounter has uh, has taken place. And the first step of walking in that victory is having and walking in the victory over sin. You know, knowing that you have this victory over sin, like Dominique said, she knew after she got through that situation, she knew, she knew. And so Romans 6 and 6 says, knowing that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of death may be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin, no longer be slaves of sin. And we must know that Christ died, that we are no longer a slave to sin. The second step in walking in the victory is reckoning. We have to reckon, we have to know that uh, one once we, that we die with Christ, that we're no longer a slave to sin, and we must reckon it to be true. We must believe it. Reckoning means to be reconciled. In order to, to reconcile your checkbook, you have to make the information in your checkbook agree with the bank statement. Amen. So we have to declare that. God's declaration that we are now in Christ is God's bank statement of truth. So we need to reconcile our thinking to agree with what we are in Christ in order to be free from the bondage of that thinking. Romans 6, 11 says, likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but a life to God, alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we must line up our thoughts. We must line up those things, the two realities that we are dead to sin, but we are alive with Christ. And then the third step in walking in victory is that we need to yield. We need to the third step in walking in victory over sin is yielding. We need to no longer be like we were, but we need to become more like Christ. Romans 6.13 says, and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. So as we have died and our members are now unemployed, as one who have been made alive with Christ, we're going to yield our bodies, right? Our bodies is the temple of the Lord. So we want to yield that. And yielding is a matter of, 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 of not, we're not allowing our will anymore, right? We must choose to allow Christ to live through us. So when Paul allowed Christ to live through him, he did great and mighty exploits in the name of, of Jesus. He did great and mighty things. And then the fourth step, and walking in victory over sin is walking in the spirit. My God, like Domine said, she knew the Holy Spirit was real. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, which must live in us. First Corinthians 6 and 9, 19 says it's something like this. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have from God? 
God and not your own. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit. So walking in the spirit is yielding ourselves to a to a uh, to Holy Spirit. Uh, it, it secures our victory. It enables victory in, in us to be holy, right? People say, oh, I, I, I don't know if I could do it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's either left or right. It's either mm-hmm. right or wrong. It's either hot or cold. You can walk and be holy. So um, why do some live victorious over sin and some don't, right? It's because some know the Holy Spirit indwells in them and they're conscious towards it. Amen. So we know those are the four steps that God want us to, the Lord want us to be progressive in. We got to know, we got to yield, we got to reckon. Amen. And then we got to, we got to submit, we got to submit and um, give ourselves to the Lord walking in the spirit. Now let's get back. So Domine, another encounter. Okay, so another encounter when I was reading my Bible, I came across um, the children of Israel. So one thing I wanted to say was like, God allows, some. sometimes he allows us to face a dilemma in order to reveal the greatness of his power. Um, And the children of Israel, Exodus 14, they was at a crossroads. So in the beginning of Exodus, you know, Jesus, God tells Moses, you know, go to this part of the sea. I'm going to have Pharaoh and his army run after you, run after y'all. And I want to show the power that I have to the children of Israel. And if you read Exodus 14, the children of Israel ask to Moses, like, why would you, why would we leave Egypt? Like, did you, we come out here in the wilderness to die? We should have just stayed in Egypt. And Moses tells them, no, God is going to deliver us. Stay, stay, like, stay firm, believe God is going to deliver us. And what happens is, um, they find themselves at the sea, but then they have the Pharaoh's army is chasing after them. So now they're at a crossroad. The children of Israel, they cry out to God and ask God to deliver them. And what happens is God tells Moses, put your rod to the sea so that you guys can walk across the sea. And that's exactly what happened. But then when they get over across the sea, God tells Moses, put your rod against the sea again so that the army can basically die in the sea and that's what happened but at the end of exodus 14 it says that the children of israel believe finally believed in god and that's an encounter because what happened there they had a fresh and deeper revelation of who god was in the beginning of the exodus they were like moses why are we in why are we here we should have just stayed in egypt we could have stayed captive but god wanted to reveal his power and that's why I come tonight to encourage everybody. You know, if you have somebody that's not, that don't know who God is, you may know who God is. Um, you may have friends that, you know, their faith is a little weary. The Holy Spirit has put in my spirit. So you need to be very detailed in your prayer. Like you said earlier, pray for a divine encounter. It could change your life. It could change the way you think. Or if you already know who God is, or your faith is a little weary, you can experience him in a new way. That's what the children of Israel did. They experienced God in a way that they never experienced him before and they wind up believing. Yeah. So, so it, it's very significant because in the beginning, they was like, come on, Moses, like we could have just stayed in Egypt. But at the end of Exodus, and read your Bible for yourselves. Please don't just take my word. Read Exodus 14, read Acts 9. These two encounters that Saul and the children of Israel had with 
with God, um, and you could read it on your own. They believed in him at the end, at the end of everything. But yeah, that's two significant encounters. And the Bible has so many encounters, but those two really stuck out to me because it just stuck out to me. But yes, yes. Amen. Amen. That's good. And that's good. Um, that's good context because as we know, the Israelites always bet they always, it's like us. It's like us here today mm-hmm. in the it's world, like you know. Everybody was so humble when COVID was here and everybody was so loving it. You know, it was like, and now you, things, people not, you're not hearing 10,000 people died in the day. And where's the kindness? Where's the generosity? Where's the, you know, where is it? And so it's just like the Israelites, they, God was always bringing them out, always showing himself strong, always helping them to recover, always blessing them. And then so many encounters and us today we can relate to that right we all fall short but then every time god turns around and he keep making the way he keep providing he keep a roof over our head and i mean we there's some people don't have a house there's some people don't have basics it is very relevant for life you know so many times we read so many books you know we read we read everything else we we're listening to so many people on social media and, and we're doing so many things and it's like read your word Cause they're reading, they they're taking the same thing and they're reading that word. But I don't want to digress. I just want to encourage you, like Dominique said, we want to encourage you tonight to really pray for that divine encounter. If you've never had one, pray for one. My goddaughter one time said, "I don't believe." I don't, I don't know if you remember Dominique. She said to me one time, "I don't believe." And I said, "All right, we're gonna believe God for you. We're gonna pray right now that you have a divine encounter." within that year within that year she called me almost three o'clock in the morning and told me about a divine encounter and she had knew that it was real she said she saw this thing and she was in a room and it was like a doubt a demon walking towards her she said i started calling on the name of jesus and it would back up she said when i stopped calling it came forward when i started again it backed up she said, then I started calling on Jesus. I just kept calling on Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. She said, I kept calling until it, it vanished. She said, and then when I opened my eyes, it was a black hoodie on the back of a door hanging up. Now, I don't say that she didn't see a demonic spirit, okay? But she had just told us a couple months prior to that, oh, I never had, a, I don't know. Y'all say this down the third. We was in a car driving and we prayed with her and I said, I'm going to believe that God is going to give you a divine encounter. That just came to my mind just now. And she had a divine encounter and she called me and God will always allow for us to know that what we do is not in vain. She called me at three o'clock in the morning after I hung up with her tears came down my eyes. And I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, a lot of times we don't need a pulpit. We don't need a, a, all this old fancy stuff. We need to be instruments of God and speak what thus saith the Lord. Because God is always wanting to reveal himself. That is our purpose. And that is his plan. And so tonight, if you would like to get to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, for yourself, then I would uh, ask right now that you would say this prayer with us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you right now for I'm a sinner. I know that I have sinned. I have fell short of your glory. God, I believe that you died, that Jesus died and was raised for my sins and that all my sins were, are forgiven right now in the name of Jesus. 
I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, we pray. If you just prayed that prayer of salvation, you are saved and you have transferred over to from, from a state of darkness into the kingdom of God. And even though you don't see it, angels are rejoicing on your behalf. And we are grateful for you tonight. I thank God for you all joining us. I thank you, Doc. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I thank you. I thank you. And I declare and decree that your letter will be greater than your former. Amen. Your latter will be greater than your former. Your latter shall be greater than your former. We thank God for how God used you tonight, how he spoke through you. We thank him for your obedience. And we thank each and every one of you that have joined us on the podcast. We thank you for listening. We thank you for just having a heart in mind. Don't forget, continue to be instruments for the Lord. Continue to live holy for god is coming back one day y'all we will not one thing for sure we're going to leave this earth we're going to leave this earth so make sure whatever you do that you have you doing as much as you can to walk uprightly before the lord for no man know his day and his hour and so we uh want to be ready for when he come amen 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 so i thank you all for joining us on the remnant podcast we thank god God yes. is getting the glory. glory. Thank God yes. for you all. So join us again. Listen, the live audio, the live video will be uh, available on Monday, May 23rd. So look for that live video where you can see us live. Um, and I just thank you all for listening. Don't forget to stay tuned with us on social media, Podbean, Facebook, and Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and then on e-linetv.com. Listen, be blessed. I love y'all with the love of the Lord. If you're holding any unforgiveness, I implore you tonight to forgive. Let go and let God so that your blessings can flow. And let's be authentic in our love walk. I love you all. Be blessed and have a blessed weekend. God bless you. God bless.